Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, Just so you know, this is going to be a little bit different than what we typically talk about. We will be talking about uh, bourbon, whiskey, etc. But uh, we're going to go down the barbecue road with Mike White, creator, founder. I mean, I could continue on and on. I guess Mike will tell us a little more. Uh, But the award-winning Best Damn Barbecue Sauce uh, based out of uh, Salem, Oregon, if I saw that was correct. That's correct. Yeah, Thanks so you get, to do, yeah, nice. get to do a little early day drinking out there. So cheers. Exactly. Back. It's all your fault. <laughs> nice. Probably won't be the first thing uh, by the time we're done with this. So I uh, got got big. I don't have broad shoulders, but I can carry a pretty good, uh, pretty good load. So, Mike, um, give it best damn barbecue sauce, man. How in the world did this get started in 2018? Yeah, so uh, literally the story is I opened up my refrigerator to put some sauce on my breakfast in the morning and my eggs were getting cold because I couldn't decide which sauce to put on my food. So I had 11 bottles of sauce open in my refrigerator. So I was like, this is a problem. I need to create my own sauce. And I started like kind of thinking about, okay, well, what would I call my sauce? And it all started with best jam barbecue sauce. What else would you name your sauce? And it just so happens that the availability of that of that brand was available still. So oh, nice. I snagged it and, you know, had the dot com and uh, social media real estate and started to play around with my own sauces. And I had a buddy of mine that said that I, if I had the best damn barbecue sauce, I should throw it into the largest barbecue sauce competition in the world in Kansas City called the American Royal. And I did. And one day I got a phone call saying that we got first place mild tomato. So we got put on the map since day one. And from there, we just started doing farmer's markets and started scaling up. And here we are in over 400 stores um, across the country about to uh, onboard with Target and kind of scale with them even more. So it's just it's kind of been a, a just a ride. It's been a journey, you know, so happy to be here. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, so were you, uh, one, you've already taught me something. I've never put barbecue sauce on my eggs. I've always been a hot sauce guy. So I'm, I'm going to have to do some experimenting already. I I, I know that. Um, so, and then two, I'm thinking like the Northwest. And so I'm in Georgia, Dan's in North Carolina. I'm originally from Tennessee. I've been to Texas a few times. All four of those states, uh, you know, or maybe maybe Alabama or Mississippi, uh, like a, a Memphis dry rub, you know, even to your point, you mentioned Kansas City or in, in St. Louis. But I never really think of the Northwest as being a, a mecca or a hub for uh, for barbecue or barbecue sauce. And that's why we shine here in the Pacific Northwest is because we don't we don't really have our own flavor profile. We don't have our own identity in barbecue in general. Right. You always hear of, you know, Carolina, as you hear of the Midwest, you hear of Texas. I mean, the thing that's that's sad is that there's so much good barbecue that comes out of Illinois that they don't even get respect. Like even Stubbs was started in Chicago and people think that it came from Texas. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's just crazy how the Midwest and the South and the East Coast really like take credit for a lot of barbecue. Don't get me wrong. We got so many barbecue heads and such a strong barbecue culture there. But a lot of respect does go to your dear region of the United States. 
Um, yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, that's where we kind of shine is, you know, okay. People kind of still the Santa Maria style from California, but like Oregonians and people from Washington are like, what is that? Um, when they eat barbecue sauce, it's either, you know, Carolina style mustard or it's going to be sweet baby rays. And like, that's it. So when we come out with our own flavors, people are like, wow, okay, this is uh, really good. Hmm. So you've got a few different labels, uh, that you guys have, you know, that are, that are on, they're in the market right now. I mean, if you had to describe, uh, kind of your, the, the flagship profile. So you mentioned the mustard and the Carolinas, you may hit like a vinegar based, you know, kind of getting a little deeper South. What's, what's the Northwest profile, if you will. So Northwest profile, we still a little bit of the Kansas city thick and sweet. Uh, but we also throw in our own, like, you know, tang with a little bit more vinegar, maybe. Um, so it's still going to be thick. Not It's not going to be runny. We don't really like the runnier uh, sauces out here. Uh, we, we do incorporate a lot of uh, different cultures from around the country. So that's one thing that Oregon and Washington and kind of the Pacific Northwest is like, we just steal other people's identities and call it our own. Um, but we have a lot of flavor. I mean, we're, we're known here in Oregon and we're the ones that had the, the most food carts in the whole United States for a while. Right. Um, you know, we had the most, like we have the most weed stores in the United States for a while. I mean, for a while we're, we're kind of like first movers in that regard. And like, none of it is ours. We just took everyone's outside ideas and altered our own. And that's what we do. Well, yeah, if it, ain't, if it ain't broke. You know, it's not broke, right? <laughs> chart, yeah, t- take it and make it better, right? Or make it the best damn uh, thing you can. So. Exactly, exactly. And this, that's what we've done is like, I've, I have all these flavors of like, okay, this is the best one. Let's roll with this one. And this is my best damn barbecue sauce that I can offer. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so the way I came across the best damn barbecue sauce, I guess originally was following you on uh, Instagram. And, uh, I believe it's at best damn barbecue sauce. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I, I saw you enjoyed what you were doing, enjoyed your posts, you know, kind of the things that you're throwing out there. And then, uh, kind of the one that caught my attention. And the reason I said, well, shit, if you're at Jack Daniels at a barbecue contest, well, we, we got to get you on the show. Uh, so you were, uh, well, it was the Jack Daniels world championship, uh, invitational barbecue, barbecue invitational. There you go. There, there, there's the barrel head, right? That was the trophy. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's heavy. <laughs> um, so uh, let's talk a little bit. Well, first off, let me kind of level set. So when you're showing up to these competitions, are you cooking? Are you providing the sauce? Are you, what, what, what's that, what's the look like for, uh, for the best damn barbecue sauce? So personally, I am not a so-called pit master. Don't get me wrong. I'm more of a kitchen cook. I do have some smokers in my backyard that I cook for fun for family. But when it comes to competition barbecue, my role in the ecosystem, the barbecue ecosystem is actually in the promoter's role. So I put on personal barbecue competitions in my neck of the woods. Um, I promote and have teams, you know, that go out and represent best team, best damn barbecue sauce and competitions. And then, so, you know, I took a team to Memphis in May. We got two top 10 calls there for our first time this year. Right. So I took some, you know, some heavy hitter pit matchers on my team and like, they're the experts and I'm more of the marketing and the promoter and like, let's get the team together and like go have fun and party. 
Um, so that's kind of like my role. And yes, I do bring the sauces. I do bring the seasonings. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of my role. So when we were at the Jack Daniels, I was there uh, supporting uh, some of my other friends and family that, you know, got into the competition, uh, you know, bringing some sauce, you know, just giving support. I wanted to go kind of experience the Jack Daniels uh, myself. Right. So we had, uh, what was that? One, two, three teams out of the Pacific Northwest that were uh, there. And we kind of all just hung out together as a family and then did that. We actually had, I think we had four. Um, but, uh, so what happened was, is that, you know, I was there helping one team and I had another team that was like, Hey, we want to use your sauces and whatnot for the, you know, the sauce competition. Cause Jack Daniels has their own sauce competition. Um, so we added some Jack Daniels to it and some other whiskey to it to kind of amp it up, uh, make it a qualifier for that. And, you know, it took second place overall. We missed first place by 0.3. Um, so, you know, we kind of had to put together our own concoction right there on, on the spot and it worked out. You know, and, and the team that I was with, uh, with Booty's Barbecue, uh, to give support, you know, they got fourth in ribs, I want to say, something like that, you know, and got another 12th call and, and whatnot. But so very competitive uh, atmosphere. Jack Daniels, can't wait to go back. Um, it was amazing. Um, it's just it's a lot different than a lot of other competitions out there. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, any, anything that uh, the Jack Daniels does is usually – uh, usually has a pretty big footprint, so I, I could imagine I uh, could imagine that's the case. I don't know. I mean, it's not bigger than um, than the Memphis event, though, right? I mean, can't really be, right? No, I mean they they all claim to be the the biggest, right? Uh, but they're all kind of in the same. Like the Jack Daniels is more of a more of a private competition than open to the public. But then they do have a public viewing um, versus Memphis of May is a, a larger party, I would say. Right. Because the Lynchburg, Tennessee for the Jack Daniels, I mean, it's a dry County. So, I mean, you're not even allowed to like, you know, have open containers in the middle of the Jack cause you're in the middle of a park. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a competition. Like it's a real competition versus, you know, members of may. I mean, it's like, if you run out of alcohol, knock on your neighbor's door and they got fifths for you. Filling it up. Yeah. 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 It's just a different story. And the American Royal is a whole nother party on its own. So. Yeah. so what's the, um, so in, in getting folks to use your sauce, right? So from, um, uh, from starting out in 2018 to where you are today, I mean, obviously word of mouth is kind of a big thing, uh, winning, you know, the, the awards and, you know, with, with the folks and the places that you've been to, which have, uh, you know, larger scale events where you've got professional pit masters, if you will, that are showing up to these things. What's the, what does that look like for the best damn barbecue sauce? And how, how are you, are you actively recruiting folks to use the sauce? I mean, I'm, I'm sure the answer is yes, but it probably entails more than just a yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really hard. I mean, we're, we're, you know, our core business is sauce. So, we want to be successful. We really want to have your grandma using the sauce, right? We really want to have kids growing up talking about they were raised on best damn barbecue sauce, just like, you know, bullseye. Like I was raised on bullseye barbecue right. sauce. Right. So it was just like, I want kids to be like, I would raise on that damn sauce. Like that's what we, you know, had in our house. What did you have in your house? Um, so that's kind of where we want to be, you know, in the next, you know, 15 years is like, I was raised on this stuff, you know, raising Americans, right that's going to be our motto in, 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 in like 15 years, <laughs> but, uh, 
but that's where we really want to be. And how we've been doing that is organically looking for people that are already in their backyard or their kitchen cooking using sauces and just sliding in and just saying, hey, try out our sauces. And if you want to be part of maybe our ambassador team, ambassador family, like here goes some sauce and we have a small program that we we put together and, and utilize. And, and it works great to kind of get the word out there and get people realizing, you know, what's the different ways you can use sauce. Um, barbecue competitions, that's a great, I would say, segment, I would say. But I mean, it's not going to be the one that really grows your business tenfold because that's just like a private small group of individuals across the world that do competition barbecue. And a lot of them use, uh, you know, blues hogs they use, you know, as a base and then they add in their own additives, whatever that looks like. Um, and we hope that, you know, one day people, you know, pitmasters are slowly using our sauces, you know, and they're winning with it. Um, so we're, we're just waiting for, you know, them to say, Hey, let's use yours as a base. Well, some blues hogs and wills some other ones, whatever they want to use, uh, and kind of be that another go-to for another option to give, uh, judges during these competitions, a little bit different flavor. Um, so that's just one segment. And then, you know, we, we want to be, we want to be the next American iconic barbecue sauce brand. Um, you know, cause everyone knows sweet baby rays. You know, everyone knows, uh, you know, like I said, bullseye, right. uh, you know, still there half, half of the population hasn't even heard about Stubbs barbecue. Right. They haven't heard about a bunch of other really good barbecue sauce brands that are out there on the shelf. Right. Um, so we, we've been doing a really good job. When you see our brand on the shelf, people see damn and they're like, what, what is that? And like, people are already associated with it without even tasting it. So kind of have a leg up in that way. Um, and our sales look good to where when we go to grocery stores, even though we're a little bit more expensive, people still tend to like try us out and that's great. And they have a great experience because we're just a good sauce. Sure. So we're there. Yeah. Did you see the, um, Zuckerberg thing like a week or two ago where he had the sweet baby rays on the back of a bookshelf behind? What the heck was that all about, man? That was so strange. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's in his own world. You, know, you, you need to get the address and, uh, you know, send a few over. So that's right. Just saying. Exactly. 100%. So kind of to go with, uh, uh, with, uh, Zuckerberg and everything he's doing with the metaverse. So we're going to be launching our own N- NFTs here pretty soon. Oh my. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and just push it and just see what happens. Um, nice. and be part of that future. If that, if it's going to be there, who knows, we're all pushing for the future, but will it happen? I don't know. That's cool. It's real cool, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. early early adopter, right? I mean, if it's right. uh, if, if if it takes off, then you're probably in really good shape. If it doesn't take off, then did it really matter? Then you know, I mean, it's like it better to be in you know on, on the forefront. So, I think that we'll do well selling them. We're going to be some of the things I can announce that we will be in a featured film, comedy film, coming oh. up this next year. Oh, nice. So we're uh, we're in the middle of. Uh, launching a sauce specifically for a movie um to help promote social impact to other nonprofits. so launching with that and kind of getting more of a push you know nfts will be right there if for that crowd of people that want to do that um and we'll have some other things for other, other individuals as well so that's, that's real cool wow that's cutting edge right there yeah yeah i mean can't wait 
Mm. Yeah. So uh, we, we got to talk a little bit about bourbon. Um, and, and you mentioned, so you're, you go to the Jack Daniels uh, barbecue competition and you kind of had to off the cuff, right? Kind of work some stuff up and, and get some things on there. Is there a, a bourbon, um, uh, bourbon flavored or bourbon additive uh, brand coming out pretty soon or, or a label? So we, yeah, so we do have a whiskey uh, sauce coming out um, this next year. It's the one that took the one at the Jack Daniels second place. Um, it's also the one that will be in the movie that we're working on. So it's a whiskey sauce. Um, it's really good. Um, I've used this sauce before uh, on many things. It's just got to get the cost down. So that way it's, you know, the margins look good. So that way we can put it in the grocery stores because it's a little bit more expensive than most. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's coming. So as far as like bourbons that, you know, personally I use, I, I mean, I kind of have a, a whiskey knack. I mean, you know, when I drink whiskey, it kind of tastes like water sometimes and it's super dangerous. Um, <laughs> so I really got to watch out. Um, but when it comes to using, uh, you know, whiskey into sauces, they need to be less barrel tasting I would say for the, let's see, for the, for the larger population of individuals that like a whiskey sauce, because sometimes the t can taste in the barrel can kind of be overpowering and can kind of take the sweetness and, and the smokiness out of the, out of the sauce and it can really ruin it. There's a lot of barbecue sauces out there that use heavy bourbons and like, it tastes like bourbon and it's like, Ooh, this is good, but it's only good to a small fraction of the population. And like, I need to sell sauce. So it has to be more on the sweeter end of anything and just has some flavor. So yeah, I really I mean, watch out for that. Yeah. Probably yeah, uh, something like a bourbon that's heavy on the corn side or uh, even a corn whiskey probably kind of gets you down that direction, right? With that, that sweet corn notes that are kind of folding into there. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And then again, we're here out of the Pacific Northwest. So it sounds like you, you guys are heavily into bourbon when you guys are. Oh yeah. Versus here, we just love anything that's good and anything that anyone else is drinking and says that is good. And we call it our own out here, right? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm on your side with that. I mean, you know, yeah. whiskey in general. So, you know, I was trying to think of, uh, as we were talking, uh, you know, Woodenville out of Washington. Uh, they do a really nice uh, whiskey. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think of who else is in the in the Northwest area. Uh, I think Redwood, maybe. Uh, but that may be Northern California. Hmm. Uh, yeah. but I'm, I'm trying to think, are you, are you, I don't need to look and see, are you familiar with any, uh, local distilleries? I, and, and where I'm heading with this is when are we going to see our first, uh, instead of adding whiskey directly, I don't know if this works, uh, but I get maple syrup this way. I get honey this way. I get coffee this way. When are we going to get our first, um, barbecue barrel aged barbecue sauce? Yeah, so that's that's a good question. It's not really on my roadmap right now, um, but it's something that I can whip up. So there's <clears throat> there's a there's a local co-packer that's opening up uh, near me that I've been working with. Uh, they're they're not going to open up until basically mid January, where we can do smaller batches. So we do plan on making some smaller batch barbecue sauce, kind of experimenting. Um, 
it's going to be more local than it is going to be, you know, sold online or at grocery stores. So we, I, you know, I don't mind playing with, you know, an aged bourbon uh, barbecue sauce. Cause that sounds amazing. Uh, you know, there is, you know, some pipe, like I am working on a honey, uh, whiskey, barbecue sauce, an apple whiskey and a peach whiskey, barbecue sauce. Um, but they're going to be lower end on the barrel tasting side. Right. Um, so I just got, we just got to watch out for that. So who knows, who knows the, the barrel, the barreled aged whiskey could taste better with that peach than anything else. Like, I don't know, like we got to play with it. Yeah. And I mean, you're in wine country too, right? Or close enough. I mean, that's another, uh, like some, uh, using some old, you know, some, uh, reusing wine cask. I mean, that's uh, cause you, I mean, a lot of times you'll see, uh, at least here where I'm at and what I'm familiar with, you'll see grape jelly, you know, used or, or some type of jelly, right. Peaches or what have you that, that used to, uh, to, uh, integrate with, uh, with a sauce to make it. So. Oh, sounds pretty good to me. Right, right, exactly. And there, and there's different ways to get that barrel taste too. Besides the whiskey, um, there's other mechanisms like messing with the salt. You know that we use. Um, you know, they're just they're just different ways. And so I haven't tested all of them yet. Um, but the goal is in the next like five years that we will be a sauce factory. Um, you know, we're going to be, well, you know, being here at the Pacific Northwest will probably be the first uh, barbecue sauce manufacturer that has to be um, powered by Tesla. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you're going to have the green sauce here pretty soon. And nice. like, it's going to be eco-friendly because <laughs> we use, we have a lower carbon footprint than any other barbecue sauce in the world. <laughs> and that's why you should buy us. I mean, it, it's a thing, right? So it's a thing. Uh, what is, so do you see yourself going down the, uh, down the hot sauce road at some point? I, I haven't, you maybe already have, I haven't seen anything yet, but so we, we have a hot barbecue sauce is one of the first barbecue sauces that we started with. It's called hot damn. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually got a first place out of that, out of a Boston sausage championship, um, a couple of years ago, but it's, we don't sell it that much in grocery stores cause it's so damn hot. Uh, <laughs> right. So like we, we created it to be hot. And so that way there's just hands down, it's hot. Um, as far as like, like hot sauces, yes. Yeah. Like a traditional hot sauce. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we do plan on uh, rolling out, uh, you know, ketchups, different mustards, hot sauces. Uh, we will have, you know, a few, we'll have over 20 SKUs that we'll have eventually. It's just, you know, slow baby steps. We're in year, we're what, three and a half years old. So we need to get into maybe another thousand stores and then we'll start having a little more cash flow to roll out these different SKUs. Yeah, I know I'm pushy, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm just thinking that the way you kind of framed it up, right? I mean, you can go, you know, damn, that's hot. You know, I mean, there, that's like the naming convention of what you've got and what you can do with it with, you know, play on words. And, you know, as we become more of a, um, uh, I'm going to say relaxed society where nobody's offended by the word damn. Right. And it's right. kind of that eye catching thing. And it's not like, Ooh, well, you can't say that. It's like, Oh damn, that's good. Uh, right. I mean, you've got so many, it's like, shit, man, if whoever you use them from a marketing standpoint, I mean, they're probably just salivating me and like, well, hell we've got all kinds of, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. damn. We got all kinds of things. You know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, I don't know. We, uh, so I, I know we, uh, we don't want to keep you long and we appreciate your time. 
but before we get into anything else, uh, what's uh, I want to get into kind of what you're cooking. Like if I'm if I'm at home and I'm listening to this and I'm like, OK, because I mean, it's actually 70 degrees in Georgia this week. So, I mean, it's like wow. we're we're still outside grilling, man. Um, what, what are you, what's, and of course, Bart, it can go on your eggs. It can go on anything, but if you're kind of making some, some suggestions and I'm sure if we don't have one already, which I didn't see, but we've got the best damn barbecue cookbook coming out pretty soon as well. I, I know it's baby steps, but it, we're getting there. Uh, what, what, what are you, what are you kind of directing and, and what are you telling me to put this on? I mean, what's, what do you find pair is pairing best with the ribs? What about putting on my chicken? What am I putting on my wing? Yeah. So, okay. So first of all, you know, we, we're very versatile. We can, we can do many things as far as our sauces. Um, so we're like right down the middle with, you know, trying to do everything with the sauce. So this goes to raising your kids, right? So you can use it on your chicken nuggets and fries. Um, we have, you know, our sauces, you can, our mustard, you can use on uh, turkey sandwiches. Um, hamburgers, you know, I mean, it's just like everything. And then we're glazing sauce. So, you know, your ribs, your chicken, you know, we even, we, we put uh, sauce on our tri-tip, right? So I, promote, I made a tri-tip sauce. So it's kind of, we're trying to just be very general across the board. You can kind of use it for all kinds of different things. Um, excuse me one second. Can I, can I be yeah. excused one second? Yeah, yeah, sure. We need to get some of this damn sauce, Dan. Yeah, we do. We do. It's, uh, you yeah, know, I, I had cool. a recommendation that you uh, ignored when we were naming this podcast. I wanted to name it Oprah's Favorite Podcast, but you wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> Caught that. That was awesome. Sorry about that. But yeah, so, you know, personally, what I, I like to do, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a super busy individual. Like I say, I don't... I, I don't really have time to like cook brisket all the time or, you know, I got a lot of people that do and that's what they do. But I'm, you know, I like doing fast things like beer can chicken. I like tri-tip. Um, I like doing ribs three, two, one method. Um, you know, plan on smoking a turkey for this Thanksgiving. Um, nice. I'm a, in, you know, and I'm a, ki I'm a kitchen cook. So, you know, I do a lot of, uh, Instapot, uh, you know, a lot of breakfast, uh, you know, breakfast burritos, you know, a lot of eggs and bacon and some quick things on the go. Yeah. So I use my sauce on everything. Like I find a way because I got hot sauce that'll rip your tongue off. And I got mustard, you know, the Carolina style mustard. That's my version. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's really good on your sandwiches. You know, I had a, I had a ham sandwich today for lunch and it was amazing. Um, and that's what I did. And like, I'm going to have some chicken on the grill this weekend and I'll probably glaze it with sweet, sweet lady love or maybe the mustard, mm. like very diverse. And then like we have the pineapple express. So that's like, I make Jamaican jerk over rice with my pineapple barbecue sauce. Like it tastes like a sweet and sour and it's really good for Islander type things, but it's like, it's pineapple. So it can go good on a, on a, you know, pineapple or Hawaiian burger. At the same time, you can do chicken nuggets and dip it. Like it's really versatile, right? Just on the go. Our sauces are for everything. Um, I always tell our customers, like, what do you use sauce for? And they tell me and be like, you can use this instead. And they're like, okay, <laughs> right. That's all, that's all it is. And we're, we're right down the middle. Like 
we're not super specialty. Right. Like once you start to get specialty sauces, you're, you you like basically take your name out of the hat for the other segment of your customers, right? We sure. we yeah. try to make more things for our non-customers, if anything. Hmm. Oh, very cool. So when uh, you so when you got going into this um, and you started doing some of these barbecue festivals around the U.S. and you started traveling a bit more than you probably had in the past, what surprised you the most? Of like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was this good or this this stands up to the hype or whatnot. What kind of surprised you the most? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I would, I I was kind of surprised how big barbecue is in America Mm -hmm. as far as competition and how it can really draw a large crowd. And, and I, you know, really surprised how big it was or how it, how it is big in the Midwest versus up here in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's the big aha of me seeing how the American Royal does it down in Kansas city and like, wow, we need to have this here in the Pacific Northwest. So we're, I mean, for the last couple of years, I've been w- working on the local barbecue ecosystem, trying to build competitions and trying to get the community involved. Um, and like I said, you know, raising those kids the right way. So that way they they want to come back again, you know, 10 years from now. So, we, you know, we're putting on a, a New Year's competition. It's a two-day event where you can do a uh, steak competition for the, the SCA if you've heard about it. So you can grill a ribeye steak, turn it in. First place gets to go to the uh, Steak Cook-Off Association World Championship in Fort Worth, Texas. Texas. So we're, we have that going on. That's a private event. And then we have a public event one week later where we're doing a Kansas City Barbecue Society sanctioned event. It's a four meat with the brisket, um, chicken, ribs, pulled pork, turn-ins. Uh, the, you know, the community can come and taste that. Um, first place from that competition gets their name in the hat for the Jack Daniels lottery ticket. And then they also get to go to the American Royal to compete on a national stage um, with a $10,000 payout. And then in July, we're having the, one of the largest barbecue competitions in the West Coast. We've raised $25,000 for payouts for, for teams for a four-meat competition. Uh, so that way, we will get more teams to come compete. Because uh, I want to say the Jack Daniels American Royal, I think the most they, they give out is like $50,000. So we're like halfway there. Um, and we plan to like be at $50,000 in the next like two years. Um, getting corporate sponsors on board and whatnot, so we're, it's going to be on a private event as well. So it's going to be going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. When you're saying private event, is this uh, like invitation only? So private as far as to uh, the general public. So if you're a team, you're more than welcome to sign up and come compete. Gotcha. So we're not going to make it like really prestigious yet until we need to start cracking down on number of teams that come yeah. so you know it all depends on space and where we are a couple years from now gotcha cool man yeah that's fun uh i guess damn we got to get out to one uh, we could go see oregon uh, oregon spirits while we're out there so absolutely yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, just saying, um, Mike White, uh, we got some fun questions to ask you, uh, yep. more fun questions than what we already have. Uh, but before we do, uh, where can people find the best damn barbecue sauce at, uh, how do they connect with you? Uh, yeah, awesome. Good question. So 
one of the best ways to connect with us is just on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Um, just easy to see us there. Uh, we're in the middle of kind of scaling up across the country over the next year or so. So uh, hopefully it'll be at a target near you as far as, you know, really going across the country. If you want to get some sauce right now, I would go to bestdamnbarbecuesauce.com and then go to our store locator and see if there's something near you. Um, so we are in, you know, a lot of pop-up mom and pop, you know, barbecue supply stores, Ace Hardwares, um, and various locations across the country. Um, and so that's just like right now, um, we are going to be moving from online orders. We're going to be moving away from online orders right before Christmas to where you're going to go to stores only to find us for now. Um, cause we're starting to get to that point to where we're doing so much, you know, online sales, like it's actually costing us more money than it is like trying to help build our brand, mm-hmm. um, that we're just like, Hey, we're more efficient if we just push people to, um, local stores. Sure. So that's where you can find us. Just look online. Nice. Or locator. Best damn Uh, Dan, do you want to go first or you want me to? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll go first. So we're coming into your town. Uh, where do you, where are you pointing us to eat and, uh, eat and drink? That's a good question. So it all depends on what you're looking to do. Like, so if you're going to Portland, that's a different cuisine than that's going to be here in Salem because Salem is about an hour away from Portland. Salem is the capital city of Oregon. Um, so that's just for education for people that didn't know that. If you're coming to Salem, we have some killer joints here in town, um, more known for like what to get exactly off the menu. So we have a, another, we have a, a restaurant here that has one of the best chicken sandwiches around. Um, We have a place here that has some of the best pizza, I would say, in Oregon. Um, You know, we have a steakhouse that has some really, you know, killer. uh, You have a ribeye uh, ribeye burger that's killer. Um, You know, there's just there's like some small little knickknacks here in Salem that I would say, what do you want? What do you want to pair with? If you want to go to a whiskey lounge, like I have people here in town that have their own whiskey bar in their basement and it's going to be the best around. Right. I mean, it just all depends on what you want and who, and who you are, because if, if you're a slow mo, you know, slow Joe off the street, I'm just going to say, Hey, you know, if you want Chinese food, go to Safeway. Um, <laughs> but if you want whiskey, you're going to go to my homeboy's house and we'll lace you up. Like it's going to be a good tasting. I like this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need the homeboy treatment. Uh, there we go. That's, that's different caliber. Nice. Um, so, uh, if you're, if you're drinking whiskey or bourbon or it could be any, whatever you drink, could be beer, could be water. Yeah. Go, you pick it. Um, if you, but it, uh, never mind. I'm going to go back. If you're drinking bourbon or whiskey, uh, what, what are you going, what's your go-to? So, okay. So if I'm just going to be drinking and I'm not really caring too much about the quality or whatnot, it's just like, I'm just gonna make a, uh, a whiskey and Coke. Um, that's just like, go to, um, you know, wife's like drinking something. I'm drinking something. I'm just going to make something. Uh, I'll do uh, Jack Daniels and Coke makers and Coke wardrobe from Coke. Um, I'll like, you know, and I'll go through a lot of that just on my own and I'll bring it out with people around. But if I'm going to drink something that's real nice, I really like green dot. If you guys are familiar with that. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. So I really like green dot. Um, I'm sipping on, uh, the 
the uh, blue label right now as we speak with, with the Jack. I mean, with the uh, with the Coke. Because um, it's a special occasion. I mean, it's a nice bottle, so why not? Um, I mean, that's really what I drink. All right. Yeah, yeah. They, nothing wrong with what you drink or how you like it. We're just always no. Doing. There's nothing. There's no. We don't just when it's whiskey. We don't discriminate. Yeah. However, you, however you take it. Uh, exactly. Are you a golfer at all? Because you got some great golf courses around you, right? We do. We really do. Hmm. So I'm not a, a golfer. I golf maybe like four times a year. I have okay. my own golf clubs. I'm the dude that you know after about four beers or whatnot, I'm really good. <laughs> <laughs> I usually play in like uh, fundraising tournaments a couple times a year. Um, I'll go get some golf balls and that's about it. Um, I used to work at a, uh, the Corvallis country club when I was in college. So I got the tee off at 6am for free before I went to, uh, went to school. Um, so, I mean, that's my golf career right there. Nice. All right. Um, well, hold on though. Uh, our, so I, I didn't, and I know I've been know where Portland is and I know Bandon is on the coast, but you're, you're inland, right? You're not close to Bandon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so think of Portland and then there's the I five corridor that goes directly South to Salem. And then Bandon's about another four hours from me. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, gotcha. gotcha. So, and then, and then you start to hit into, uh, the California, Northern California area. Yeah. Got it. Uh, got it. Uh, and if you're so, and if you're cooking barbecue, if you're going to mm-hmm. use the, if you're cooking, do you know what to name the sauce? We got the versatile part. We got that you, depending on what mood you're in, but if you're cooking barbecue and you, and you got some time, so you can take all the time you wanted or you need it, it, You know, it's not, I need to get something together. We're busy. You're cooking. What's your go-to cut? You, you go on brisket, you go on ribs, you go on pulled pork. What, what, what's the go-to for, uh, in the Mike white household? I'm a, I'm a ribs. I'm a ribs and chicken dude. Um, and that's just, I know it's real simple. You know, everyone goes gaha over, you know, brisket. Don't get me wrong. Eating some really good brisket. Like I've been spoiled hanging out with, you know, competition barbecue teams and tasting, tasting those turn-ins. And when I go and practice my brisket, I'm just like, I got, you know, I got so many more briskets to get better at. Like it, that's like a, a $10,000 investment with all that time. And like, I ain't got it. Like, why would I do that when, you know, some of my, my homies are some of the best brisket cooks. Right. So it's just like, I'm just going to just wait for that. Um, don't be wrong. I'll do a brisket once a year and it'll be good. Like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is good, but I won't give it to anyone. Cause I know for a fact that like, I can't put my name on it. <laughs> then you show back up in Ethereum and it's like, damn. Yeah. Right. Right. But I'll, I'll show up to a party with my ribs and I'll put my name on ribs. I'll put my name, I'll, I, and I'll put my name on chicken and ribs for a competition. Like I will, I feel confident in competing in ribs and competition, you know, and chicken and ribs. But as far as uh, pulled pork in, in competition and brisket in competition, I have a lot of work to do a lot of yeah. work. And I don't know if I'm ready to do that yet. I'm too busy. Yeah. Well, we're, hey, do what you're good at. Right. Da- right. damn damn good too i hear yeah yeah there we go <laughs> uh dan i'll let you close this out man 
No, I think you covered most of it, Cal. Uh, so what are you looking forward to most coming up in this next year, Mike? So I would say um, business growth through these hard economic times. We're starting to feel the pain from the you know inflation pinch with gas prices and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're still going to find ways to grow. So I, I look forward to the challenges. Um, I look forward to, you know, launch I'm, we're going to be competing in memphis and may again this year so i'm looking forward to that um i'm really looking forward to putting on these barbecue competitions locally kind of building up the local barbecue ecosystem really looking forward to uh the launch of that motion picture mm-hmm. that we're working on and that collaboration um and what that may you know where that may take us um so that's where i'm lo- really looking forward to what i'm not looking forward to <laughs> is more inflation because that's just going to that's going to really drive and eat up a lot of margin and a lot of people's businesses across america and it's just unfortunate for everyone yeah 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 i don't I, i'll leave uh i'll we'll hope against that and we'll uh right. you know we'll, we'll be good stewards of the uh, of the country and we'll we'll uh, we'll hope to to make uh make a change when the time permits um, Mike White from the best damn barbecue sauce. It has been a pleasure, sir. Looking hey, forward pleasure, to, uh, looking forward to seeing you grow and watching this thing mature. And, uh, yeah, with, uh, what the best damn barbecue sauce at sauce has in store for us. Thanks. Cheers. Hey, thanks you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.